Hey, what's up? This is Mike Russo, and you're listening to the Euchre Media Podcast. Hello, Euchre Media family. Vladimir Pragnevsky here, and welcome to episode number 78 of the Euchre Media Podcast, where I serve Euchre Media family with daily interviews from highly creative people. And today's guest is Mike Russo. He's a 2D motion designer based in New York City. But before I play my interview with Mike, I want to tell you about our sponsor, ActionVFX.com. They have over 25 elements of professionally shot VFX stock footage captured on the latest RED cameras. From explosions, fire, water, smoke, gun effects, debris, particles, weather, blood and gore, they have your assets covered. Save on render time with real elements. No more simulation. Go to actionvfx.com. Again, go to actionvfx.com. And now here's my conversation with Mike Russo. Enjoy. Mike, welcome to the show and share something interesting about yourself that most people don't know. Yeah. Hey, man. Thanks for having me. Um, My pleasure. Something uh, interesting about myself is uh, a lot of people don't know this. I actually do some part-time modeling here in the city. Yeah. It's a fun, fun gig. Um, And yeah, that's something that a lot of people don't really know. It's a, I kind of just like wiggled my way into it, but it's been, it's been fun. I think right now it's kind of on pause because I'm pursuing my career and that's more important. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's pretty cool. How long have you been doing that? Uh, it's been about a year and a half now. Oh, wow. Yeah. So is there like an agency that you model with or how does that work? Yeah, yeah. I have an agency, uh, Click Models in New York, and um, they just kind of put me on castings. And I haven't done much. I've done uh, a lot of um, some shoots with um, a brand, John Varvatos. Uh, nice. but, but that's wow. really been it. It's been, it's been uh, simple, simple route. That's pretty cool. Well, you're in New York City, so you're in perfect place for that yeah yeah definitely i love it here man (laughs) now let's transition talk about your creative journey and let's start at the very beginning how did you get started uh, in motion motion design um so i think i could it it would probably go back from the early days i think for a while i've always known that i wanted to do something in the creative realm in school i wasn't really like super smart with like academics and stuff like that so i really wanted to do something in the creative aspect of things um, after high school, I went down to a school called Full Sail University, and that's where I started studying digital media oh, nice. and design. And um, yeah, it kind of landed me here. I really wanted to just like use that time to focus on my skills. And like I wanted to land a job like right out of college, maybe if sooner. And I've just been here ever since. I've been in New York now and, you know, just letting the ball roll, man. <laughs> now, if uh, if New York wasn't an option, what other city would you go? I think LA. I've always said I wanted to go to LA. I think there's a lot of studios there that I've been looking up to for a while. But New York has been my family's here, and uh, oh, I've always loved New York. I actually grew up in Jersey, so. Oh, perfect, man. Yeah. Now, Mike, let's transition to a dark moment in your creative journey. I want you to tell us the story of your worst moment in your creative journey. So take it away, Mike. Don't hold back any punches. <laughs> yeah, this one. This is a touchy subject, man. Um, <laughs> but so I think looking back, my worst moment in the creative journey would have to be when I didn't get into the schools that I wanted to get into. I, I wanted to go to Rhode Island School of Design, SCAD, and uh, like Pratt, a lot of these like big art institutes that I really looked up to. And um, it turns out that all these places really focused on, you know, your GPA and your grades and the way you approached academics more than art. And um, I think that was one of the worst days is when I was super excited. I got home from high school and uh, like, I got all these like mail, I got all the mail from uh, all these colleges 
and that one was uh, an acceptance letter. And I had like a, I thought I had a good portfolio at the time. It was more of like an artistic uh, fine art portfolio, not so much design just yet. But um, yeah, I didn't get into any of them, and it was it was definitely a pretty sad day for me, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I feel the pain. I feel yeah, it. yeah. It's it's kind of sucks because a lot of these places, you know, they they look at academics as like the highest standard, you know, like that's really where they hold you to. And a lot of these kids are, they have like killer talent in the creative aspect, but they're not so good with schooling, you know? No, my twin brother and I both, we, uh, we moved to the United States when we were 12 years old and, uh, you know, when we moved to the States, we didn't know how the system works here. So we were taking a lot of like PE classes and other things. I remember thinking like, wow, school here in America is pretty easy. And then when you graduated, our GPA wasn't as the best because we didn't speak the language. So I can relate because we, we missed out on some soccer scholarships and we oh, had to man. go to a community college for like two years to, to bring up our, our grades before we were able to go to like a legit university. Yeah. So now, when, when you said that, I, I feel the pain. Yeah, man. It's it discouraging was, it when was everybody tough. else is going to all these schools. Yeah. Exactly. And that was, that was kind of like, it's kind of been like, it was my whole teenage life is, you know, I was always feeling discouraged about my grades and, um, you know, I was learning differently than everybody else. But thankfully I found Full Sail and they kind of just didn't focus on the grades that much, you know, and they actually took what you were interested in and applied it to like math and other subjects like that. So I actually ended up graduating, you know, with a great GPA and landed a job and everything turned out for the better, you know? So I guess, uh, I'm a firm believer that everything happens for a reason. True. And Full Sail is a great school too. So it's, it's not bad at all. Yeah. I have some, have a lot of friends that went to Full Sail and they're doing some amazing things. Oh, really? Now, That's Mike, awesome, man. Yeah. Now let's shift gears and talk about something positive. Tell us the story of your best moment in your creative journey. Yeah. Um, I think honestly, the best moment is just ahead of me. Uh, I'm going to be joining the <laughs> team at Block and Tackle. It's a studio oh, nice, that guys. I've looked at. Thanks. It's a studio that I've looked up to for a long time now. And, you know, I, I just, I'm really excited to just start leveling up my skills more than I ever could have imagined, you know. Aside from that, I think one of the best moments was actually in college when me and some of my best buddies had a studio. We had like a couple clients, but um, it was more of just oh, wow. like a fun thing that we did together. And we, it was like a way for us to all learn. And um, some of the best moments we had were like, you know, we, we all sat down and I think we took like one week to make like a character animation video of like these like little tiny superheroes. And it actually did really well. Like the school loved it and everything, but it was just a super collaborative environment. And I was working with my best friends and we actually all still work together today. One of my best buddies is also my roommate. So everything kind of carried over. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, Mike, let's take a quick break to thank our sponsor. We'll be right back with more questions. This episode is brought to you by our friends from ActionVFX.com. They provide the best stock footage elements for professional visual effects, from explosions, fire and smoke, muzzle flashes and bullet shells, and gun effects to debris and particles. They have your assets covered. Available in 4K, 100% royalty-free. They also have over 250 free VFX elements for you to download. Stuff like free fire sound effects, spell hits, bullet shells, blood mist, bullet hole textures, dust waves, water sound effects, explosion sound, and and the list goes on and on. If that's not enough, then check out their tutorials and blogs. ActionVFX.com is a great online resource. Save on render time with real elements, no more simulations. Go to ActionVFX.com. Again, go to ActionVFX.com. And now back to the interview. 
All right, we're back from the break. Mike, I have a total of like six questions for you. And the first question is, how do you overcome creative blocks? I think, I think it's a balance between me playing guitar. Uh, I love to play guitar. It's kind of just, it's always been like an escape for me, even when I was young, like, and I didn't even understand the creative realm yet. I just was like, I started playing the drums and then I transitioned to guitar and it was just a way for me to like really escape to everything. So I think I usually, if I have a creative block, I'll just jam on the guitar a little bit, listen to some music and then, um, really just stepping away from the computer, man. You know, I feel like that's huge. Like, I think everyone should do that once in a while, just like clear your mind and yeah, step away from it all. Good advice. Now, if you could give one piece of advice, another advice to aspiring motion designer, what would it be? I would say, I think you need to learn from your heroes, you know, like look at the people that you really value in the industry, kind of like just dive into their work, study their work um, and, you know, really try and like learn from them. And like, even as far as like reaching out to them and connecting, like Instagram is huge today, man. You can really connect with anybody you want. And uh, that's actually, I learned that as of recently is like getting on Instagram. I realized there's this whole community that I didn't even have yet to touch, you know? And um, yeah, it's been awesome. Like, I, I think the biggest piece of advice I can give is to like really try and learn from your heroes and, you know, always have a student mentality also. Speaking of heroes, what, what uh, artist are you following? I follow a lot. Um, there's um, a guy, Romain Lubersains. I think that's how you pronounce his name. He's like one of my top favorite motion designers. I love the way he approaches work. Yeah, there's, there's, there's a ton of motion designers out there that I really love. Sweet. What profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Yeah, this one is actually a little bit deep for me. Um, I think over the years, I've kind of wanted to dive into helping students out that were kind of in my position, you know, that were feeling really lost in life and uh, feeling discouraged from school because, I mean, school will tear you down, man. If you're not, yeah, if you're not an A-plus student, you know, it's, it's something that will really tear you down. But I think I, I found a, a way to, like, kind of cope with all that stuff. And I, I want to try and – this is actually something I do want to try and do in the future is to try and talk to these students and let them know that, you know – things get better and stuff and to just keep following your passion and your dreams. You know, if there's something you want to do, like figure out a way to do it and just don't look back. You know, I'm curious, uh, this is just a follow up. Uh, you know, we we're talking about schooling earlier. Yeah. I'm curious, like knowing what you know now to uh, right now, uh, is school even relevant anymore? This is a hard one. I, I feel like I go back and forth between this all the time and I talk to a lot of people about it. I think, what I got from school is I, I got the experience that led me here. You know, I think a lot of the tools that were given to me and a lot of the stuff I learned, I probably could have learned on my own because like when I was starting off in motion design, I was just doing like basic stuff, uh, you know, just like working with the basic stuff in After Effects. But everything that I've learned since then, I've kind of learned on my own. I've like taken it upon myself to really dive into my craft and try and innovate as much as possible. So I think what like school, I could have probably learned a lot of that stuff on my own, but I do think what school gave me is the connections and the experience that ultimately led me here. You know, like, I don't know if I ever didn't meet my best friends, if I wouldn't be here working in New York right. about to take like the best leap in my career so far, you know? So I think like, that's what school gave me is um, just this, this new experience and this new way to kind of leave my life back in Jersey that was holding me back. So if you went back in time, you would go to school, right? 
I think I'd probably go to school. I'd, I'd probably pick a less expensive school. <laughs> but, yeah, I think I would go to school. I think I think I did learn a lot. I don't regret it at all. You know, no regrets. That's awesome. Now, share one of your personal habits that contributes to your success. I would have to say, I guess obsessed wouldn't be the right word, but putting something in your head if you want to do something, like eat, sleep, and breathe that. And I think eventually something happens where you start subconsciously working towards that goal. You know, for example, like with the uh, whole modeling aspect of things, there was a time where I needed to really do a lot of work on my personal looks and stuff like that. And uh, that was a road where it was hard, but I had to just like drill it into my head, you know, and the same with motion design. Like I just had to start drilling this like vision of what I wanted to be in my head. And I think eventually it just starts taking form on its own and you start working towards that goal without even knowing about it, you know? Um, no, we'll so see. yeah, I would say, I would say that just keep, uh, keep drilling that vision into your head, man. Now, where do you get your inspiration from? Oh, I get my inspiration from tons of places. I more recently, it's actually been just like walking down the street or, you know, something from like a line in a song. I keep saying how I'm huge on music. M- music really influences a lot of my life, but I would say it's less, I think I've been trying to stray away from looking at stuff online. I think when you do that, you kind of try and match what other people are doing. And if it's not matching exactly, it still has some of their work inside of it, you know. And I think I've been trying to kind of stray away from online stuff and taking inspiration more from like my daily life and like what I've experienced and the the route that I'm on right now and things like that. And you live in New York City, so there's plenty of inspiration just walking oh, yeah. down the street. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, every day, every day when you walk out, out the door, there's something that sparks your inspiration. I was actually in uh, Key Largo, Florida, just about like two oh, weeks wow. ago. And there was like this, every morning I would get woken up by this massive bird. And it just sounded like <laughs> it, like it was like this big tropical bird that just had a huge noise to it. And um, I thought it would be like a great animation of just like, you know, someone sleeping and then like outside <laughs> windows, like this massive bird that just like wakes you up every morning. And then like the next shot, like a a glass or something flying at the bird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shop! But that's how it happens, man. It's crazy. Like you, that, and that, that goes back to the whole thing of like, you know, just eat or like, uh, just breathing that whole vision is because when you're, you're just going about your daily life and something hits you and you automatically have an idea, you know? No, that's, that's well said. Now for this one, I know you, you said that you don't like to get, uh, get inspiration from the internet too much. But would you recommend an internet resource that you find helpful in your work or personal life? Yeah, there was a site I used to go on a while ago. It was called CSA Images. And I think it was like a sister of like Shutterstock or Getty or something like that. But the images that they had on there were just like super conceptual. Like you would type in like UFO, for example, and you wouldn't just get a UFO. You would get like a like a 1960s like music poster of like war of the worlds. Um, and it was just like these crazy conceptual images. And it, I think it, what it did for me is it gave me a way to look at things differently. So I actually, I still use that today. Like if I'm doing a project and I want to find inspiration, like I don't just, I don't use much, but I'll go on that CSA images site and check stuff out and like just type in keywords and see what comes up. Yeah. That's a really good site. I think a lot of people should check that place out. Awesome. Now I'm curious, do you have like a specific morning routine that you follow re- religiously? No, not really. <laughs> what, think, what, what, uh, time, what are your best working hours? 
I, I've been recently waking up around like seven. Like I've, I've been trying to get into the office at seven when like no one's there and just working on personal stuff and things like that. I think seven has become like the early morning hours has become like my most productive time. Are you a coffee drinker? I wasn't, but I think that changed like three months <laughs> okay. ago. Yeah. Coffee just, I've, sometimes it makes me fall asleep, man. It makes me do the opposite. Really? Of what, yeah. It's weird. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's, it has the same. Well, I, I can't say that it makes me fall asleep, but every time I drink coffee, it doesn't do anything to me. Like I can drink it and go to sleep. It doesn't affect me. So I don't drink coffee at all. Like only sometimes every once in a while, just, just uh, because my wife does. And I, sometimes I feel like, you know what? It's probably good to join her in yeah. so that we both drink in coffee. But no, coffee doesn't do anything for me. And I think it like kind of, it, it the warm, like I, I only drink hot coffee. So when I do drink it, it kind of like just... Mm you know, you get that warm sensation and it just makes me feel all like cozy. And I just kind of want to like take a nap. <laughs> so normally I don't drink it that much. How many hours of sleep do you get every night? Mm, not enough. No. Uh, <laughs> no, I don't think I get enough sleep. Honestly, that's something I've been personally trying to work on. Uh, um, yeah. I think when I was younger, I could stay up a little bit later and like focus the next day. But as I get older, I just, you know, dude, I, I it's, it's hard for me to function. And I have two kids too, so sometimes my sleep is uh, oh yeah is interrupted. <laughs> so I, you can't, it's, you know, your sleep is not guaranteed, right? So uh, yeah, every I'm not time there yet. Kids go to sleep. I'm like, I, I better go to bed. Yeah, <laughs> it's definitely something else. You know, when you have control of your sleep, it's great. But when you don't have right. control of your sleep, exactly. So you just roll with the punches, man. <laughs> yeah, man. I, I need to get better at it, honestly. No, you and I both. I mean, and now my kids are older; they're six and three, so they're sleeping through the night. But, but still, like, you're tempted to stay up later and work on some stuff. Yeah. Because uh, you feel great at night. But yeah. then you know that morning's going to roll around. And, uh, yeah. and Yeah, dude, exactly. Uh, I mean, in college, I feel like my best working hours were around, like, I don't know, like, 12 a.m. to, like, 4 a.m. You know, like, I, I would make the most crazy stuff in those hours. Um, and it was my most productive. But you know what I hated, like, staying up at night and working? It's waking up later like at 10 o'clock and then yeah that and you lose the whole day you lose the whole day yeah and you feel like you're playing a catch-up game you're trying to catch up with exactly. the whole world and dude it's it's <laughs> in a way it's kind of depressing man so i i, I agree man now i'm curious for this next question what are you not good at putting you on the spot here no i mean i i love that i'm not good at a lot of things man <laughs> i'm not good at one thing like technical wise i'm not good at expressions i need to like try and get better at that and, and not because I feel like I have to, but I just think it's a good thing to know, you know, like I, I, I think it's a good thing to kind of hone in on. I'd also like to get better at like drawing, you know, just like the back to like the basics. Um, I feel like I'm not as strong as I used to be there. There's so much I have to learn in the field still. And that's part of why I'm really excited about this next move, because I, I know that I'm going to learn so much like the last six years of my life, I've kind of just been in these different like environments, like product and media. And they've been great. Like uh, they've taught me to like, kind of like, uh, look at things a different way at like with each move I take, but I'm excited about this one because it's just going to be strictly animation and design, you know? And, uh, for the last question, how can people get in touch with you? Yeah. Um, I'm on Instagram, uh, at Mike Russo.tv. I also have a website. It's, uh, Mike Russo.com. And then my email is workwithmikeruso at gmail.com. I need to change that. That's so long, man. <laughs> I always hear that. I hear you. Well, Mike, thank you so much for sharing your journey with us, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, man. It's been great. 
All right, hope you enjoyed my conversation with Mike Russo. Make sure to check out mike-russo.com. Again, it's mike-russo.com. And as always, all the links and resources mentioned in this episode are also available on our website at ukramedia.com slash 78. And make sure to check out actionvfx.com. Remember, they have your assets covered. Over 2,500 elements of professionally shot VFX stock footage captured on the latest RED cameras. From explosions, fire, water smoke, gun effects, debris, particles, weather, blood, and gore, go to actionvfx.com. Again, go to actionvfx.com. And lastly, don't forget to join our online mentoring group on Facebook. Simply go to ukramedia.com community. We have well over 3,000 people in this group. It is a great online resource for those of you who are trying to grow, and it's absolutely free. Thank you so much for joining me on the journey of this podcast. I appreciate you, and I look forward to serving you in the next episode of the Media Podcast. Bye-bye.